that pulls back the curtain on the songwriting process. I'm Laura Catherine Gilbert. I'm Brian David Gilbert. And I'm Karen Hahn. So this week's prompt was ultimate. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I tabbed more than usual today. Ooh, that's, Ooh. that's huge. That's exciting. <laughs> it's also very exciting because to go through my thought process of asking for this one, by this point in time, we had just put out Stalagmighty and I was like, well, maybe we could try to wrap this baby up in a nice way. And yeah. so I said ultimate because it's the most truly the vaguest last one was pretty vague this one is really as vague as possible i figured we could we could talk about whatever possibly could come in from these tweet suggestions it's also a good like finale kind of word totally since this is the end of the ep this is the fifth episode yes yes solid choice oh yeah yeah so i have tabbed my tweets in groups um, so how many groups do you have i would say i have um, this is a this is a real barn burner of a day because normally Karen has five <laughs> tweets and they're all in one group and they make one story. But if there are multiple possible groups, that means you I'm have to have more it. than just five tweets. Yeah, I have eight tweets total. Eight tweets. Um, I would say that only three of them are really ones that I would bring up for episode ideas. Okay. But there were two that I really liked. Actually, you know what? I have five and then like several other things that people were talking about that I'll mention towards the end of the episode because okay. they're not. I don't want to bring them up right now. All right. Um, okay. I'll just start with the three that I pulled Please. that are, I'm like, yes, this is good for the episode. One from Ghost of Kristen Past at Yesterveh, which is Colossus and the Supernova Showdown, which I thought is just a good name huh. in the same way that I was like, Mr. 1981. Absolutely. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. Monolith mm-hmm. Man was like really good. And then from the Flan Oasis at Flan Oasis, facing the end with a friend. Okay. Oh, you know, love that. Yeah. yeah. That's totally. real nice. Um, and then the last one is from Low Res Devil at Modon. Not a very creative approach, but I really like the sound of the ultimate and decorative luxury. Where this is coming from is they've screen capped what happens when you just Google define ultimate. And it says, noun, the best achievable or imaginable of its kind, quote, the ultimate and decorative luxury, which feels like <laughs> sort of related to what we're talking about, because we've talked a lot about gems. Uh, yes. yeah. Opulence uh, kind of things. Yes, the ultimate exactly. Dextri- Absolutely. That's also really nice. And it makes me think also about how do you get a sentence on like in spelling bee <laughs> lines when they're like, can you please use it in a sentence? Yeah. Like, who's the person who's like, the yeah, that's ultimate somebody's job, decorative right? luxury, yeah. right? Like, what is the point of, like, at what point are they like, no, you got a little too flowery with that prose. You need to make it a little bit more yeah. serious and defined. And if you're going to say multitudinous, <laughs> you have to use it in a better sentence. It has in to a- give context. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I thought about that musical, the 25th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee, mm-hmm. which is just about a bunch of kids, very awkward kids in a spelling bee. And one of the running jokes is that, like, the sentences they give are usually not good or not helpful at all. <laughs> I do appreciate that. Uh, the, but, oh, speaking of spelling bees, this is totally unrelated to anything. But did you all see that this year there was a multi-kid winning tied. the spelling bee? I um, did oh, see like that. Several, like they tied? 
Yeah. Like they oh, all finished the- all the words and like 11 <gasps> or, of them or something made no what? mistakes. It, maybe, maybe that number is too high, but, but how a many? bunch of kids. It was like yeah. at least seven or eight who mm-hmm. made no mistakes and got to the end and spelled everything correctly, 100%. It was amazing. And what I think was so beautiful about it was that like none of the kids oh, wow. were upset at the other they, kids winning. Yes. Like it was very much like each one that won, the other kids Aww. were like, yeah, you're also yes, in the winners. That's what I remember like, reading about so it too, cool. that they were stoked for one another at each subsequent yeah. correct spelling. Yeah, which um, I, I did so just much. look it up. The last Scripps spelling bee result on Wikipedia is 2019. Does that seem right? No, no, or is it this, more this year, I think. Literally oh, just okay. like a few weeks ago. But I think there might have been multis before. There but... were. There were eight winners in 2019. Wow. Oh, Are wow. they? Is it just getting too easy? Is everyone, do I, they need I, to start? Because <laughs> here's the thing. All right, we've seen the gymnastics between like 1950, where like the gymnasts in the Olympics just did like one flip and they're like, wow, 10 out of 10. And now you need to be like four twists, a full lunge leap and a pike and you have to land on your hands. And like that gets you a silver, right? Right. They haven't figured that out for spelling bee. Here's an idea. Let me pitch this to the podcast and to any spelling bee designers who are listening. What if when they get to the final round, they just make up a couple? They just yeah. make up a couple no. words. No. Fresh words. All right. They're like, but here's what I'm thinking is that the guy's like, You're... all right, now I've just invented this novel. All right. It's called The Silmarillion. And I need you to spell Silmarillion for me. Right. And they're like using a sentence. And they'll be like, well, you have to go back. And it's about the Elcor and the Karen. Give me some words that actually exist in the Silmarillion. The Valar. The Valar. <laughs> Karen says disgustedly that I did not immediately know. But yeah, I think that at a certain point, linguistics is always changing. They should have them make up one of the words just at the very end of the spelling bee. It would be it would be very nerve wracking to be there in the final round and hope that you could correctly spell an invented word. Um, Mm -hmm. But I mean, the kids are amazing. The kids are too good. Yeah, they're too good at it now. And that's that's all I'm saying is that they're really they're pushing the boundaries now. I'm yeah. very impressed. I don't know creme. what it is. The Scripps National Spelling Bee results really just top out at 2019 on Wikipedia. I don't know why. And wow. I truly like cannot find <laughs> the other ones. But I 100% believe you. Yeah. It was point. great. It was a heartwarming yeah. mm-hmm. piece spelling of Spelling bees are fun. Yeah. yeah. Spelling yeah. bees are good. The only other spelling spe- bee. Was anybody here ever in a spelling bee? I was in one in elementary school oh, and yeah. I, I got nervous and I spelled triangle, triangle, and I got uh, out. Even though I am tri-gangle. a very good speller. I'm a yeah, terrible speller. Yeah, I believe speller. that 100% that you're an excellent speller. My yeah. copy is always clean, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Karen's got good copy. I was maybe, maybe I've repressed this memory, but I do, <laughs> I think I might have been in a spelling bee. No, I. here's the thing I remember about spelling is that we had a spelling test and it was um, on a day of a lunar eclipse. And so as a bonus thing, he was like, can you spell eclipse? This was in second grade. The other words were like, can you spell working correctly? Yeah. And like... I was always terrible at spelling and have been forever since, but I did manage to spell Eclipse correctly, and I was so pumped and so jazzed that it made one of the other kids cry because I was so excited about spelling Eclipse. And then I went home, and Seth Ryan's mom called me, uh, my mom, and was like, hey, Seth was very upset that Brian was cheering about spelling Eclipse correctly, and then my mom made me apologize to Seth. Wait, (laughs) why? Because I spelled too good and then was like, yeah! 
yeah, that's the fine. Why would you? You know, Seth Ryan's mom can eat it. Like the, to be like, oh, my son cried because the other kid spelled good. Like fuck you, man. No. Like why? I, if my kid was like, can you call my mom? I'd be like, Here's no, the thing. absolutely not. This was. This was White perhaps people. some might some <laughs> might say it was what's the football term excessive cheering or whatever when you go into the uh, when you go into the child. It was unnecessary roughness on it's his emotions. It's not like you're at a full adult clowning on this other kid. You are cheering yeah. for yourself. Yeah. You're not doing it at him. It's no. not a malicious yeah. thing. I didn't mean to. Oh my God. I was too excited. And that's why I will never celebrate any victories I ever oh have God. ever for the rest of my life. I'm so <laughs> mad. The story makes me so mad at the things I, <laughs> I like truly cannot okay. understand. But now, I, but hey, here's the thing though. At least I can spell eclipse. Take that, <laughs> Seth. Yeah, you Guess sure who's can. still able to spell the word eclipse? E-K-L-Y-S. <laughs> yep. That's absolutely right. Perfect. Give that um, and trophy. I do just want to bring up my uh, tweet that I liked, but is not going to go in the body episode while we're talking about things that are not episode related from Lizzie at Wise Oz, which is when your best friend goes with you to the beauty store, your ultimate ultimate. <laughs> yeah, that's I saw great. this one too. Yeah, it's good. That it is, is really good. good. Wait, I'll yeah, can I bring up a tweet that's like, that's like similarly in this vein and it's <laughs> mm-hmm. from Kiki Cauliflower at Kieran W. Collier, Collier possibly. Best friends are out, ultimates are in. Mm-hmm. So another similar ultimate yes. um, friend pun. Extremely good. It's Which good. I, like. I think there's definitely the power of friendship is an important thing in all stories. It's true. And speaking of the power of friendship, I'm going to bring up another important power that <laughs> exists in anime, which comes from At Armored Whale. Yelling the name of your move makes it stronger. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's Which awesome. is totally, true. Totally. Extremely important. There's elements of that when I watch like any sort of show and I see a, a character give a good four second warm up before they swing their sword <laughs> at the other person and they say their big, big line of their words that they're going to eventually do their superpower well, move on it. I mean, you we, you just said this in real life because we have been watching Inuyasha and yes. he says every move that he does before he does them. And you're like, oh, it's got to get old. Like having to say yeah. wind scar before yeah. every time he at does a certain point it's like your own movie yeah. Yes. yeah it must be really we have it's a watched very you difficult skill i would think do the wind scar four times every episode for the past <laughs> 80 episodes in Yasha. you don't need to announce it anymore you can just swing your sword please <laughs> if anything but, makes you worse to fight because they as can in like hear. makes you worse at fighting because now it's like oh i know what he's gonna do what he's gonna do yeah. exactly yeah mm-hmm. you're you're predictable when you are, yeah. are announcing Although at the it. same time if you don't know what a wind scar is i would be i would be a little know. bit if someone <laughs> on the street came up to me and was like wind scar i would definitely run out of the way i wouldn't i would <laughs> yeah. like i'm very again that's why it makes it stronger is that like suddenly there's an element of auditory fright yeah, that comes along with it's it. like the haka where yeah the, oh like, yeah, yeah like, to, yes. the war cry yeah. any sort of just like intense yell is gonna make you a little bit more i hit myself like too hard when I was <laughs> illustrating what we were talking about. I don't know if Laura, you saw this, but I did smack myself in the chest. Oh no! Um, and now it does hurt a little bit. Oh, oh no! Too much power over on that. But end. yeah, like Kamehameha is a huge yep. one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like everyone knows that you just mm-hmm. scream it. Yeah. Um, and, and that one takes hands. a long warm up too. Yeah. Is that one you have to? The more powerful the Kamehameha is, <laughs> the longer you have to scream you it. Say it. Yeah. Wasn't. I could be wrong. I don't know if maybe Laura, you would know this. I say that because we were a Dragon Ball Z household growing up. But I do remember there was 
a story of the English dub for Dragon Ball Z, the guy who played Goku passed out after Holy having shit. to yell for too long in the no studio way. booth. Really? I could be wrong. This could be, this is, here's the thing. This is a thing that existed and much like many of my childhood memories. They were spoken by my older brother older, yeah, and his friends. Is, oh, wow. Is, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Sean Schemmel on the Dragon Ball Wiki, uh, it was rumored that Sean passed out while dubbing Goku's transformation into Super Saiyan 3 in Dragon Ball Z. In fact, Sean confirmed that he passed out while recording, although it was in Dragon Ball GT during oh. a Super Saiyan 4 transformation or Kamehameha. Okay. Wow. Okay. That's amazing. Also, does that mean that because Goku keeps getting new powers, right? Yeah. Goku is constantly <laughs> now he's ultra instinct, I think, is the new form of Goku. But like, <laughs> if you have to pass out in order to get to Super Saiyan 4, anything beyond that is very dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think there's two sides to that coin. Number one, it's like, to what degree does you having to do Kamehameha for like years and years mean that mm -hmm. your stamina is also building up for being oh, able to yell this? That's, yeah. yeah. I mean, if we can include in our song here something to the equivalent of that kind of belting scream oh, that okay. is needed for this. Are any of us capable of that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I certainly mean, am not. I remember, okay, our older brother also had pretty bad asthma all growing up. And oh, so no. we had this thing, <laughs> we had this device called, I believe called the peak flow meter. And it's mm -hmm. like a little curved kazoo. It's not really a kazoo. It's more like a graduated cylinder with a mouthpiece. And basically what you were supposed to do and this was supposed to test it was it was not a toy it was only for him so naturally brian and i used it all the time and you would take yes. a deep breath inhale and then you are supposed to noiselessly huff out your air as quickly as you can and with as much force as you can and this little tab rises up kind of like um on a temperature thing and it sits at a mm -hmm. little level and then based on that measurement whatever that unit is it tells you something about your lungs yeah. and so patrick was supposed to do it occasionally like when he had really bad allergies and it was supposed to like it was he was supposed to be keeping tabs we would yeah. just try to see it's like the lung version of that game at the fair where you hit a hammer on a thing <laughs> yes. and then a thing <laughs> see shoots how up the bell to hit the top so okay so yeah. all of that you was just give to a good say, <gasps> And then <laughs> that would be how high it went, was to show how yes. powerful your lungs your were. Your lungs were. Um, and, and it was yes. surprisingly hard because it's a muscle you don't think about mm -hmm. using in that, like mm -hmm. you're punching with your air, kind of. Like it's, yes. it comes out fast. And so anyway, all of that is to say, I don't remember, um, I don't think I, I have we a, were both a bad stellar it, lung capacity. Yeah, we were both pretty bad at it. I think like that was always a thing. The people who had the best lung capacities were like swimmers for swimmers, sure. Yeah, that was a big singers, thing. Singers, I'm sure, also like singers. Also, really... we've been in a pandemic for a year and a half. We yeah. right. We probably don't have our lungs. Not in terms of shape right now. Yeah. I mean, it's that thing where like we hung out with some people recently, and then after like two hours of hanging out, I was like, my voice is gone, yes. which would oh not be gosh. the case prior to right. that. Right. Yeah. But just because of it's fatigue. unbelievable. Yeah. 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 I will say that the one thing that potentially I have going for me in terms of being able to belt a big Goku scream was one, as a child, of course we would do that on the playground Laura's all the time. Right, now. right? That was a huge <laughs> thing that was very important. Was you would to... Goku scream on a, oh, yeah, a plane? On a pl <laughs> no, not on a plane. <laughs> Can you imagine? Sorry, wait, what? <laughs> Wait, that's I was so about much to be better. like, you are a, a much different person. <laughs> my my mom and dad would bring me on the plane and they'd be like, Brian, you have to be courteous. And then halfway through the plane ride, I'd just be. Ah! Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> that was it. No, I mean on the playground is what oh I said. Oh my god. Karen. Okay. Yeah. All right. uh, but no, that was that was yeah, a I huge was like, thing. That's the worst place. It's you could horrible. Scream. Yeah. <laughs> that. But also there was a uh, in like vocal lessons in high school. All right. We I had to go to to voice lessons with my pals because my chorus teacher really was like, you have to be good and like operatic or whatever. What? And I did didn't your learn. chorus teacher pay for your vocal lessons? No. What the fuck? I know, Why? Right? You to go he was like, that? he was like, it's strongly suggested, and I was like, oh, but all the other guys. But anyway, here's the thing. I would go, and the way I would keep it cheaper is that I'd go with two other guys, Justin and Ted. And we yeah, would go. I didn't know that was allowed. Yeah, yeah. you could go and you could have your voice yeah. lessons. Just all of you uh, sing together. Okay, it sounds okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. You're all roughly got the, the same. Yes. <laughs> but the uh, the thing was when we would go is that Justin was super intense about it, but in a very goofy way. And what we would do is we'd have to do a, a breath exercise, which was panting, and it's really hard to do for like a minute. But you go. <sighs> Okay, for like as long as you possibly can. And it seems silly. (laughs) But then apparently what happened, Justin came in one day and he was like, guys, I went home and I practiced my panting and I panted for two minutes and then I fainted. No. Oh my God. (laughs) And we're like, Justin, don't do that. Don't do that, Justin. You can't do that. Um, But it was really great. Uh, And so we we learned about that. And so I I now know. So stupid. It's, it's truly, it's truly the most dumb teenage really boy shit to, to do like in, the, in the most embarrassing place to do it, which Laura, is Laura, have you ever lessons. done anything like this? Like, truly, I'm like, I can't think of an equivalent experience in my high school life. <laughs> All I'm saying is that Justin Kim is a legend. He fainted yeah. after panting for two yeah. minutes. I love you forever. Keep up the good work, Justin. Do you know what he's up to now? Uh, I don't know. I have okay. no idea because he unfriended me. Um, oh, that's, but that's a different story. That'll have to come up on oh, a different. Wait. No, story. you did tell me about this. Okay, um, yeah. But again, still love you, Justin. If you tend to be watching, uh, listening <laughs> to this, let's. Here's a different tweet okay. that I have for us today. Um, uh, this one, which oh, truly made me crack up before, before it has. Like, there's, there's really out. there's no reason why this is going to be helpful to us in this thing. I'm I gonna mean, f- pop it in the chat. Not helpful, so that's okay. It comes from Bonk <laughs> at Behind Gold, yeah. uh, and it's just a picture <laughs> of a guy next to an extremely large burger. This looks and like the kind of thing that would fuck up my YouTube algorithm. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. But it's like it's a it's a, a I wouldn't be able to hug this burger. It's no. so big around. It's but the most big. important aspect is that this guy who's sitting next to it, who seems to be the chef, because he uh, maybe is wearing an apron <laughs> of some sort. He oh. is like red faced. Like you could see the veins in his head and he's just cracking up. He's just smiling the biggest <laughs> smile I've ever seen. And half of or a quarter of the burger is now gone. I'm assuming someone has eaten it. Maybe this man. And the story that this picture tells, the beauty of it also is that Bonk did not say anything. No, in this. There's no really visual. It's yep, just, just visual. the picture. And it really is an ultimate photo to me. It's like, I imagine this is something you go and do after like a, an intense battle. All right. You go and you mm. have the biggest burger you can think of. Yeah. Or perhaps this was the intense battle was you making this big burger and now you're so proud of it and happy. And it's just it just cracked me up just looking at this guy. I, I think love the it. thing that really upsets me about this is the proportions. Like the idea of a giant burger is fundamentally appealing to me. Mm-hmm. But the picture itself, there's something kind of gross about it. No, you're exactly <laughs> um, right, Karen. Yeah. 
like the slight redness of the meat in the middle where it's like mm -hmm. it is a lot of meat yes um the veggies i and the veggies i don't personally find too upsetting but also the bun a little yeah. bit problematic to me the bun yes. um, now that looks like it's been sliced in a weird way yeah the tech the consistency is maybe too soft mm -hmm. yeah the fact is that the bun itself is four inches tall yes <laughs> and so right. like well to yes. be proportionate yeah it, you have to in order to make it look good but like that's a big bun yeah, it's too lot. big. It's a lot of bun. Yeah, um, it is ultimate. <laughs> what this reminds me of? Did you guys see recently that in Philly they were like, "We made the longest cheesesteak ever." But if you investigate it, even for even as and and like they blocked off traffic for this because it was like just wow. streets and streets outside. But if you investigate it, it's that they put a bunch of separate cheesesteaks end to end. Oh, and I'm like that is no, no, at no, all no, no. the same thing. No, 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 no. That no. isn't at all the same thing. Absolutely no. not. That's, How do no. you you have to find a way to fuse or sew the buns together, <laughs> and or at the very and at the very least you have to make sure that those buns are like as wide as an oven can possibly get. Yeah, right, right, right. Like, like it has to be connected somehow. It can't just be like touching. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it has to be one long thing. It has to be cohesive. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. yeah. Sorry, Philly. that would really impress me. But putting it basically a bunch of subway sandwiches end to end, it's not, it's, yeah, it doesn't that's, deserve a medal. I will say, the, uh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 no. I was gonna say if you put a bunch of subway sandwiches end to end, any ten year old can do that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like we've that's that's nothing. You can't right. a ten year old just, with subway funds. Exactly, yes. a subway funded ten year old. Yeah, uh, but that's I just yeah that's that's terrible. The yeah, it doesn't count. The only big food I've ever made was from, was like all great moments of my life from when I was nannying this child and uh, she wanted to make <laughs> cupcakes and I committed to the cupcakes and then too late in the process realized we didn't have any cupcake liners oh. and they didn't actually have a cupcake tin, okay? So oh, both of those no. are really bad. So right. we mm -hmm. used coffee filters and in theory, <gasps> this is like a good idea-ish because they're just like large, you know, not like the um, conical sort of ones, but like, you know, yes. old fashioned sort yeah. of, you know, Mr. Coffee drip filter. Uh -huh. So we had some of those. And so we put the batter in, but the problem is without any things to hold up the sides, it is <laughs> yeah. gravitate, it, it becomes a, a long flat and we did yes. bake them and they were, they were <laughs> oh, so disappointing. She cried, but we, um, no. she was, she, cause she was so excited initially by the idea of like, oh, we'll actually have yeah. baked cupcakes. Yeah. And then to see that it was a, it was, Black it cupcake. was, yeah, it was really, That's, it was really not a cupcake. Disappointing. Um, I, could, I, I do want to make one big food. At some point in my life, I, feel I don't like know what we it is. We get served a lot of YouTube videos in that vein. That is because we watch a lot of food videos. So mm -hmm. it, a lot, there's some novelty foods going on there where mm -hmm. they're like, "Look at this, yeah, thing." Plenty um, of that. Yeah. I was just gonna say we've passed the 20 minute mark, and I don't think we've talked about anything related to. I think we can cobble that into something. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, we've it's talked never about how friendship is the ultimate power, and okay, also yes. Kamehameha Belting. Yes, which all, is, all very important I think, mm -hmm. stuff. That's enough. <laughs> that's that's yeah. a lot to, to go um, with. I'll I say, just, okay, I'll go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, I, I wanna make sure that we know the, the most important aspects of our of this universe that we've created so yes. we can tie it all together okay, in this yeah, final sure, sure. Uh, synopsis. So, yeah. So let's talk about it. First thing, we got an astral projection PI, mm -hmm. right? And this mm -hmm. this PI was hired by the goblin. Yes. That was on mm -hmm. the, from the gem planet. From the gem planet that was looking for stalagmite. Right. And when that PI went out, to find stalagmite, instead 
the PI found Galileo, or rather maybe Galileo found him. Something happened. Uh, stumbled upon evidence yeah. of, of, Galileo. Yeah, of Galileo. And then that was a bad time. And now Galileo's after him. Galileo's after the PI. Mm-hmm. And then the goblin went to the medium rare. Right. Who mm-hmm. was not going to give him the full deal because they uh, was not well paid and also right. was dangerous. But we did at least learn that the goblin knew that the PI was like, hey, be careful because... And then something happened. Yeah. Right. And then now we also know that Galileo was the original wizard and has right. uh, and says gravity can't make get the best of me. Right. Yes. So those are the most important things that have yeah, had that have come around. Yeah. Big, yeah. Um, Do we? Uh, I, you mentioned at least Karen that you saw this as like a a real Les Mis style experience, a conglomeration. It just of seems all like as a wrap up song, there yeah. should be a little of everyone, a little yeah. bit of everybody. Probably. I love it. Mm-hmm. And, I love okay. that. Um, and I also want to say these are the other tweets that I was thinking about that are not truly relevant to the show. A lot of people were saying, like, why don't we do a crossover or mentioning things from old episodes like mm. uh, Mr. And Mrs. 1981 yeah. and Green Bastion. And while I'm not certain that we will take those into consideration for the song, it was very nice to see. And we yeah. are, at oh, least appreciate yeah. that you have yes. liked the universes yeah. that we've Absolutely. been building here. There's some very good uh, fan art also, by the way. I saw yeah. a great medium rare that was also, the medium rare was a cow, which I thought was an inspired <laughs> oh. choice. A very yes. good choice. Yes. Big fan there, of that. So. There's um, some kind of scary. Yeah. Uh, in so much as it implies some degree of murder. <laughs> some degree of murder. But <laughs> or hey, cannibalism. look, the medium rare ain't a good person. They're, uh, they're, they're a schemer. They're a schemer. Yeah. All so right. that's all schemer. good. All right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's wrap this baby up. <laughs> let's do it.
inside What does she mean for as the amethyst inside my heart But I didn't find If that's what it takes for the truth to be seen I'll take my goblin ribs apart I ruined I ruined the thing. I just said that ruined that was a very two weak things. Class. Can't believe it. Can't, okay, start it again. No, leave it in. No, I just okay. <laughs> no leave mistakes. it in. <laughs> Zero mistakes. That's great. I you know what? I appreciate that. Honestly, there's something there's something metaphorical about that. About piecing together a perfectly webbed five episode EP mm-hmm. of a universe we've built. Uh, and ending it on a terrible moment when I say that I clapped too weak in terms of us trying to <laughs> sync up our down audio. from Kamehameha to yeah, uh, yeah. a weak oh. clap. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Let's get back into record. Wow, we did it, though. Yeah, we wow. wrote a mini musical, sort of. Yeah. Yes. No or at book, the very least, a concept songs. Just album. Just songs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I can, I'm um, this that. maybe has has drifted a little bit from our initial concept album idea, which I think we were talking about, like William Shatner's like concept albums and stuff. Yes. But I think this is really good. This so. is good, yeah, right? I mean, day. look, no one else has managed to. It's it's more in the Jim Steinman sort of meatloaf style, which I are you have saying that just because for. a friend of the pod E Rob said that it's not everything was sounding Jim Steinman-y Oh, in, did someone say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Aaron, well, our, we love yeah. you, Aaron. I love you, Aaron. I don't. <laughs> Laura has not met you. Brian has met you once. <laughs> But I trust Karen's <laughs> taste, and so I also love you. That's good. Well, again, great to know that we've got that vibe going. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, think so too. that's great. That's the dream. I feel very happy about that. And if you are interested, Karen, you want to tell them where the album is going to be? Yeah. Um, so now that this episode is out, the five song EP is complete and available right now on Bandcamp. Just check it out on letsmakeamusic.bandcamp.com. 
all of our previous EPs are there as well. And as a reminder, this is currently really the only and best way to support us as we keep doing this. Okay, I have just I just thought we haven't talked about this. So normally we'd only think about the album title like a, t- a day before we put That's it out true. as the EP. But how do we feel about Galilee Galaxy? <laughs> is that too bad? Is that terrible or is that perfect? I can't tell. Well, I don't. I don't I have mean, any other ideas. So I'm, I don't, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think it sounds pretty good. Yeah, I'm I'm into it. I I also have no other ideas. I love winning by default. <laughs> That's my favorite way. To get something through. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's better than losing. That's Absolutely. True. That's what I think. Better than having your mom call the other yeah, boy in the spelling bee. I was just going to say. For cheering uh, too loud. Uh, Sorry, Laura. <laughs> oh, no. I was just going to tell everyone where they can find us. Um, we're all over the internet. Karen is at Karen Wyhan on Twitter and at the Karen Hahn on Instagram. I'm on Instagram at LK Gilbert. Jonah, find him at altogether underscore band on Instagram and thealtogether.bandcamp.com. And Brian is at Brian Gilbert on Twitter and Instagram and Brian David Gilbert on YouTube and Patreon. And if you're looking for other ways to interact with the show, I would normally tell you to go on to Twitter right now because what we do is we ask for song title suggestions before every episode. But... We are going to go on a little summer break right now because a lot of us have lots of other big projects we going on right now. We don't get summer break in real life, so we're at least taking it in the podcast. Yes, Absolutely. yes. We're taking yeah. just a little a little hiatus. This is not the same as the indefinite hiatus we took uh, when we first started this podcast. This is a different indefinite hiatus, but it is definitely going to end at some point. Take a look at our Twitter probably in August sometime. We'll Mm -hmm. start putting out song title suggestion tweets, so keep your eyes peeled for that. In the meantime, go ahead and memorize all of the lyrics to this EP. (laughs) Try to get your local theater to put on a full production of Galilee Galaxy, which is 100% the title of it now. Um, And you've got lots of other things to take care of between now and when we come back, which will, again, probably be late summer, early fall. Also, we do have a summer song for you. Hunk Night Summer still exists. You it's can still it's, jam out to that for a it couple It is still months. the song of the summer. Absolutely. It's true. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. And enjoy your summer. Do something delightful. Yes. Yeah. Do something Do fun. something delightful.